Welcome to the awesome pod makes you are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, "When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema." Today I'll be talking about the third episode of Marvel Studios' Echo. Whether Marvel creates movies or TV shows, they are all cinematic. This episode's title is Too Close, written by Ken Christensen, Jason Gavin, Shoshana Stern, and Marion Dare. The episode is directed by Catriona McKenzie. This too is a Kevin Feige production. The Marvel Studios logo appears in four to three aspect ratio. We see the story of the Light Horsemen in the same aspect ratio with curved edges. Tuklo is an expert markswoman yet she is denied to join the Light Horsemen. According to her father, women are life givers not life takers. Tuklo's argument is what good is giving life if she can't protect it? I couldn't agree more. Tuklo braids her hair and hopes they'll see for who she is. One fine day the Light Horsemen are trapped by the criminals they are hunting. Tuklo senses danger and sees the vision of blue light spiral water in the lake. The aspect ratio changes to 1.43 is to 1. Tuklo sees a vision of Chafa and Loak. Tuklo arrives at the scene to rescue her father and his team. Now they do see her for who she is. Tuklo didn't take no for an answer and she fought for her rights. Chula arrives at Scully's pawn shop. Grandpa Scully is still in love with Chula. He's flirtatious but Chula shuts down his advances. Chula is worried that Maya is bringing trouble along and that she's too much like her father. Grandpa Scully doesn't agree with Chula. He reveals that that isn't true at all. Chula wonders how Grandpa Scully would know that. Grandpa Scully doesn't respond. She figures Maya met him. Grandpa Scully advises Chula to talk to Maya and listen to her. At the skating rink, Vicky calls Zane and informs him that he has information about Maya's whereabouts. Maya is by the lake near the house and sees the vision of Chafa, Tuklo, and a young Chula. Vicky's allies, Grace and Bridget, chloroform Maya and abduct her. Maya is hung upside down inside Henry's Black Crow skate life. Maya's hands are tied behind her back. She frees herself from captivity and falls to the ground losing her one shoe. Vicky and his allies Grace and Bridget walk toward Maya and argue. They take Maya to the other room and a captive Henry watches from the side. Vicky zip ties Maya's hands and tells Grace to babysit her. Bridget volunteers to babysit Maya. She drops Maya's other shoe near her which had fallen in the previous scene. Bonnie arrives at the skating rink and is surprised to see the door locked. She enters from the back door. She calls out to Uncle Henry. Henry approaches Bonnie and tells her he's busy with IRS paperwork. He secretly gestures in sign language to tell her about the trouble he's in. Bonnie leaves to call dispatch for help but gets abducted by Grace. Bonnie is held captive and kept in the same room as Maya. Maya drags her shoe toward her with the other foot and swish emerges a blade from the tip of that shoe. Maya uses it to cut her zip ties. 
She wears the shoe, gets up and looks for pliers to free Bonnie from the zip ties. Maya checks with Bonnie if she's okay. Maya lifts the ventilator glass to check Bridget's position stationed outside. Maya searches for stuff in the room to find a way to get out of there. Bonnie is upset and wants answers. Why didn't Maya inform Bonnie that she was in town? Henry learns what Vicky has been up to. Henry warns Vicky that he won't make it out alive or get paid. Vicky is really that dumb. Bridget and Grace barge in with guns alongside Vicky where Maya and Bonnie are kept hostage. Grace snaps Vicky's phone and it slides toward Maya. Bonnie doesn't want the situation to snap out of control so she volunteers to relay the message to Maya. Bonnie informs Maya that someone is coming to pay Vicky in exchange for her. Bonnie inquires what they should do. Maya says she's gonna punch her in the face. She not only punches Bonnie but also kicks her in the back. Maya tosses the phone to Bridget and kicks her in the head. Vicky, Grace and Bridget take Bonnie along with them. Bonnie struggles to get rid of Bridget's grip. Zane, who barely survived the blast in the second episode, arrives at the skating rink. He's one of Fisk's men. Vicky is so dumb that Zane totally takes advantage of the situation and refuses to pay him any money. Maya makes a DIY laser gun with spare parts in the room and uses cast iron balls for ammunition. Bridget is watching a YouTube video about safety and self-defense. Maya breaks the tube light over Bridget's head. Bridget enters the room with a gun but Maya shoots and kicks her. Maya sends a picture of captive Bridget to Vicky. Grace goes to check on her. Vicky wants to tag along with Grace but Zane and his men stop him and take him out. Maya blasts some music and everyone goes in search for her. She uses the situation to her advantage and takes Zane's men out one by one. She crashes through the graffiti wall that reads Make America Skate Again. You know, a spin on Make America Great Again. Maya shoots Zane's men with precision while we see flashes of Duclo. Maya uses the items from the skating rink to fight back. When Maya sees Bonnie in Zane's captivity, she stops in her tracks. We hear the losing sound from one of the games. Maya and Henry are put down on their knees about to be shot. Bonnie struggles to get away from Zane's goon's hold. Zane gets a call and he and his goons leave. Maya and Bonnie step out of the skating rink. Bonnie wants to call the police but Maya wants her to leave. Bonnie is worried that those men will come back. Maya assures Bonnie that she won't let anyone hurt her. Maya also promises Bonnie that they would talk soon. Henry and Maya have a discussion about the incident. I can't emphasize enough how much I love their scenes together. They discuss what made Zane and his goons back off. Henry believes there's only one guy who can do that. Maya claims she shot him in the face so that's not possible. After much deliberation, Henry offers to help Maya. Grandpa Scully visit Maya's house and present her with a new prosthetic leg. Maya isn't thrilled about it as she prefers a simpler look. Grandpa Scully reminds her that she represents her people, a Chakta Tushka, which means warrior. Grandpa Scully also checks if Maya won't go to see Chula. He doesn't want to interfere as he's no longer with Chula.
He tries to explain Chula's side. Chula was heartbroken after Maya's mother passed away. Maya blames Chula for not taking the initiative to talk. Grandpa Scully says, I guess we all do things we wish were different. Maya takes the initiative and drives to see Bonnie. She doesn't enter the bar where Bonnie is waiting for her and leaves. We see the shot of the new prosthetic leg as Maya rides her bike. It's meant to parallel the shot of the leg bleeding from the first episode. Maya returns to her house. Wilson Fisk pays her a visit sporting an eye patch. Maya reacts scared seeing Wilson Fisk in the flesh. He slowly walks up to Maya. Cut to the black screen. We knew he had survived. What's he gonna do to Maya now? Until next episode, you can listen to the awesome pod mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Good Pods. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesome pod mix. Thanks for listening.